What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's Boomer Memes. We're back. It's a brand new episode. I think it's 36 now. Yeah, 36. Uh, we're doing uh, we're doing a video thing now. We're trying this out. I mean, we've done video episodes in the past, but uh, Tanner's changed up his uh, his compound over here, the Brew Chat compound, and uh, you know we're we're doing a more casual talk show kind of thing. I figure. You know, now that we've got the YouTube, I figure let's let's mm -hmm. why not do some fun video um as always you know there's iansharpcomedy.com that's where all the news and happenings are um that's where you can find the youtube uh you know channel which is probably how you found it it's probably why you're here now but i'm gonna plug it one more time iansharpcomedy.com if you're listening on the old school audio only formats like the old spotify or can we do a video on spotify i know like rogan does but i don't know if anyone can i think they're rolling it out uh I read somewhere they're rolling that out here soon. I can't remember. All right, so probably not yet. So yeah, but it's rolling out to everybody here very short. That is cool to know. So hey, we're we're on time. We're doing we're doing we're right on time for that. Uh, but yeah, so iansharpcomedy.com. Uh, no dates to announce yet. Um, you know, slowly dipping my toes back into the waters of comedy. Got some new stuff I'm working on. Excited to get it out there. But uh, you know, it's it's gonna come with its own time. But that's all I got to talk about that. Um, yeah, I thought um, for this uh, video episode, I would dress appropriately because uh, we're in the midst of a heat wave right now. Um, have you been out in it? Yeah, man. That's why I'm kind of in vacation wear as well. I'm wearing, I got my polyester on and uh, basically swim shorts. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what, yeah. like this is, I don't know what, that, this has got to be some kind of polyester. It's a, it's, it's one of the softest shirts I it own. It looks like linen maybe. It might be. Yeah. It's one of the softest shirts I own and I get the whole thing of why fat guys wear Hawaiian shirts. Cause man, Dude, it's a good breezy. Shirts, great. Yeah. It's breezy. I mean, it's, it's, festive you know i got this hat for disc golf but i just thought it mm. you know again festive so yeah I'd, I'd, I'd celebrate the heat um speaking of funny hats on the way over here um i stopped and picked up some topa chico hard seltzers uh to get my mind right and as i was going in the, the grocery store not grocery store the uh, gas station i was going in the convenience store uh out walks a guy i don't know what they're called so i'm going to use the probably insensitive term here um, I, I like a Raiden hat, <laughs> you know, like you see, like, you know, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a guy wearing that. And so, you know, and I wasn't going to be culturally sensitive. I was going to say, Hey, this is interesting. You don't see those every day. The guy walks out of the store and he gets through the tinted glass and it's a fucking like white boomer guy. Like he's like <laughs> some middle-aged, well, I guess way past middle age at this point. He's a boomer walking around wearing that hat. <laughs> I've got a time I was culturally insensitive with a hat like that, too. I mean, like, it, so here's the thing. And I'm not, you know, I'm people know me. I'm not a racist, really. Uh, but, you know, I, I I think the most racist thing about me is I kind of just don't give a shit about, like, cultural appropriation. Mm. I've said before, like, on, on the old show, I said that, like, you know, I think that, uh, you know, culture is as bad as religion. It's kind of a hot take, but I, I do. I think it's one of the things that keeps us looking backwards instead of forwards. And I think that we should, instead as a people, we should start using the internet to communicate and learn about each other and open up. And we should work towards building a shared culture together. And that means letting go um, of a lot of things. We were talking about Star Wars before we started recording. And it's like Kylo Ren said, you know, let go of the past, destroy the past, kill the past. I don't remember. I don't remember. I can't quote those movies because I didn't watch them enough times. But yeah, I just uh, 
I don't really care about like cultural appropriate. I think that we should uh, appropriate everyone's cultures into one mishmash of all cultures. And so it's kind of cool to see, but I, you know, there was a lot that went into that decision to, I mean, I get it's hot and you want shade makes sense, right? There's a reason why that type of hat was invented and it was definitely to block the harsh sun from the eyes and the, the neck and the, the shoulders. And, uh, yeah, it's just weird. I didn't expect it to be some old white guy. Like who, like we live in Tennessee. You, and I don't want to judge, but you see an old white guy and you think he's probably used, like he's probably done more racist things than wear that hat, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's rude just to think that about somebody with no, no uh, reason, but it's just, I've lived here long enough that it's mm. like, uh, it's like if I were to roll the dice on that one, you know, I know what the plus bonus would be on it, you know? Um, yeah. I just thought that was worth note. I was like, ah, it's a, it's a Raiden hat on a, I, I've got two of those. We could have been wearing them right now. Dude. <laughs> I, I wish I'd, I, I wanted to surprise you with the story. So I didn't tell you, I wish I, if I had known we, we would absolutely be. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, I've got one that I got when I was in Chinatown in San Francisco. That's made of like maybe bamboo shoots or something. Uh, it's like wicker. Like it's like woven basket woven. And then I've got another one that I got that's like a straight up cone point and I was wearing it out at the creek one day and uh yeah it was a day nobody was out there and then the one group that came upon me happened to be a group of uh Asian folk and I felt a little odd in my rice paddy hat yeah yeah so I, I mean I don't wear that in the woods anymore yeah I mean you know it's it's it is it a good hat is it functional does it like it's a very functional hat it's neat because you can get it wet and it'll hold water and like cool you. See, then I think that that, that should be it should be fine. I don't think it should yeah. be a problem. But, you know, I get it's sort of like the sombrero. I mean, well, I guess it depends mm. on why you're wearing it, because the sombrero is probably a really awesome hat in certain circumstances, too. So it's mm. like there's probably some circumstances where you would want a sombrero for mm. real. So it's like. I think that there's, you know, should be, but like, you know, if you're wearing, if you're walking around wearing that hat on Halloween, going as anyone other than Raiden himself, <laughs> it's probably a bad idea, you know? Because I don't think Raiden has, like, he's a god, he doesn't have a human race, so you could, <laughs> and like, also, like, you know, who says fictional character, you have to only dress up as the fictional characters of your, like, that. Yeah. there's a big cosplay movement about that, where, like, if you're, like, you know, a, a black person and you want to cosplay as a white character, that's fine. You can be a black Batman and cosplay. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. So I think Halloween should kind of be the same thing, but like, mm. obviously just don't be like a stereotype. I think that's the problem. Mm. Yeah. Like I remember when I was in second or third grade, there was a little girl that dressed up as Steve Urkel and like did blackface. Wow. Okay. That's a little, that's a little like, rough. That's a little rough. It wasn't, she didn't know any better, but her yeah, parents she didn't, did. Yeah. And, uh, and it wasn't, but I'll lend it to them though. It wasn't like the, the heebie jeebie old timey tar face. Right, right, black right. face. It was like her mom had used like mascara to do like a really dark tan basically. And it was honestly a really great costume. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, but I will say of all the, the characters you could do that with, at least with Steve Urkel, the, the voice is going to be pretty safe. You're not going to mm -hmm. get in trouble for doing Steve Urkel's voice. Yeah. Uh, whereas had you 
done that same makeup arrangement and done a number of other famous characters, mm-hmm. you'd probably been sent to the principal's office, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it is funny to think about a child, though. Like, like my bass player, and I'm not going to name him, but people can research and find out. Uh, <laughs> from my old band, uh, after, it was sort of after the band had kind of fizzled out. Uh, we were all still hung out for a little while, and, like, um, we'd go to the same parties. Mm. And one of my buddies would throw these giant uh, Halloween parties that would like, and you, you may have even gone to a couple of them. Um, I'll tell, I'll, I'll yeah. plug that buddy, Justin Casey. Yeah. He used to throw these massive Halloween parties and um, sort of, I think how he got into event planning, which is how he got into like what he's doing now, which is like rigging lights and running light shows for like stars all over the world. Um, but anyway, he, uh, when you throw these parties, um, my bass player went to one of them. He he had gotten super into MMA in the past, like few years before that and went as Kimbo slice. <laughs> and it, again, it wasn't like the, you know, the old timey blackface, but he was definitely like, yeah, covered. Yeah. With a mohawk and a fake beard and a big muscle shirt that was, you know, and we're all like, man, you sure you should be doing that? And he's like, I think it's fine. And I mean, I, I, I want to say he had a few negative conversations that night because of it, because, you know, I mean, you, sh- you got to know better. You got to know better. But like, because it's like, this. I mean, it was a character, but, but also like just be white Kimbo Slice. Yeah. 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 Just be white. Because that's you, like I said, you can be black Batman. Mm-hmm. Even though Kimbo Slice is a real guy. So what if I was like, who are you for Halloween? I'm white and Martin Luther King Jr. That'd probably be, <laughs> probably be in poor taste if I was, uh, you know, if that would probably not be a wise Halloween costume. So so I think real people you should probably stay away from. But if I was like, I'm white, black Panther, mm-hmm. Wakanda forever, you know, that that might be more OK. Well, especially when I'm wearing the mask. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a problem. See, I've, yeah, I've always thought. Yeah, I was like, I could put a Black Panther cosplay together and just never take the mask off. Yeah. And nobody would know. Yeah, you know, take pictures with people in the yeah. in the con uh, you know, walkways and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know like how offensive that is. Like because again, I think that like if you're a girl and you want to be if you're like a you know, little Mexican girl and you're like, but I'm Sailor Moon, like absolutely. You don't have to be mm. a little blonde girl to be Sailor Moon. Uh, that's stupid. Let kids pretend. Let mm. you know let Adults who like to dress in costumes pretend. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I'm also a white guy sitting here saying, yeah, it's fine if I want to be Black Panther. Fuck you. <laughs> you know? But I at least acknowledge, like I said, MLK is probably a bridge too far. I probably shouldn't do that. Who are you supposed to be with that bow tie? I'm Malcolm X. <laughs> what are you? Are you judging my cosplay? No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I remember in college there was a lady actually. Uh, I was at a, like a bunch of the theater nerds at a Halloween party of theirs. And there was a lady, I, I believe she was just a nondescript black woman. Like she looked enough. I mean, she went full like Tropic Thunder. Like I did not know it was her, but yeah, it was a bridge too far. I need to get Shalita back on the show to talk about this stuff. Cause she can add a lot of perspective cause she is a yeah. cosplayer. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, no, that's, that's just a thought. I saw that, that hat today and I was like, I mean, like it's, I think it's fine. It's just you don't expect it. <laughs> you don't expect it in the gas station. I mean, I'm just trying to get my Topo Chico's. And granted, I look like a fool. I see what I look like. So I'm not I'm not about to call him out. Honestly, I like like you said, I think a hat would honestly complete the look. But like it was just it was just something you don't expect to see. Uh, 
I don't want to give uh, too much away about like kind of what this is all about, mm-hmm. um, but we've been talking about a lot of changes lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I'm into, I'm only reason I'm bringing this up is because I meant to bring it up last week, but uh, and I may have, I don't remember. Um, I don't think I did. I think I forgot to. One thing that I think would make, I've been watching a lot of other podcasts. Um, one that I really like a lot is we might be drunk. It's mm-hmm. Sam Murrell and um, oh, what's the other guy? Mark Norman. And, uh, they uh, basically just talk shit and they usually will have a bartender, but I think Sam Marillo is also a bartender. So, or, or, you know, was for many years. Mm. And so they'll have one cocktail. That's the theme of every episode. I think that's a great idea. I don't necessarily want to rip that off, but they have a little mini bar there. And I absolutely want a little mini bar. Like imagine if I could get up and just make myself a drink. Yeah. Yeah. We have another camera pointed at it so I can just get up and Mm. do that. So, um, I mean, I don't think that it's going to happen in the near future, but like what I wanted to kind of bring up was I looked it up on Amazon, how much those cost, and you can get some pretty nice ones for not as much as you would think. I saw like, you know, kind of like, I mean, they're more on the lower end, but you know, starting from there, like I was, I mean, cause I've seen like, there's, there's weird websites where you can order like full bar layouts mm. and just get all like the wood you need. That'll build like a really nice bar in your house. And that's like, Oh, it's only like $35,000. We should get this Bryant, you know? Um, but like these little mini bars where you just can keep a few bottles and some glasses and you know, all your barware and stuff like 200 bucks, 300 bucks. So uh, at some point, I think that we need to have the Boomer Memes bar. And I think that yeah. would be a, a fun addition to the whatever set. And I think like I mean, what I'm kind of talking about is like, you know, thinking a little bit more long term, but like actually having a Boomer Memes set. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a, a mini bar would be a good addition to it. I know like you mostly don't care, but I think it's as, as an aesthetic now, choice. Yeah, as I've always liked like doing interviews and whatnot at a bar top. I like sitting at a bar top. There's just something about, like, I don't know. What if we did a show where I was just behind the bar the whole time and the guest was just sitting mm. at the bar? That's that's something. That's an idea. Find a bar to sponsor that. Do it, like, right, like early in the day before. Like, find one that opens in, like, the evening and then mm-hmm. go at, like, right before they open so you're not dealing with a bunch of people and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, just give us an hour and we'll, uh, you know, we'll call you a, a free sponsor of the bar, you know, we'll plug it. And, and I, I think, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. But I, you know, I, we're kind of brainstorming behind the scenes stuff, but I, you know, I don't want to talk too much. Cause I, I, I find that if you get too excited and, and talk too much about something that hasn't come to fruition mm-hmm. yet, um, it kind of puts a curse on it and it never actually happens. For real. Yeah. So it, a lot of that is the endorphin rush you mm-hmm. get from like getting to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then you already feel satisfied. So you're less motivated to, to push forward with it. So I don't want that to happen, but uh, we, you know, we're having a lot of exciting conversations and uh, this is, this is what, you know, what you're seeing now is the result of one of them, but things are moving in a very much that kind of direction and it's cool, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's them's those thoughts. Um, what do you, uh, what have you been up to lately, Tanner? How's, uh, how's, how's things going? Just living life, my friend, just living life. And, uh, I went and saw that new Jurassic Park movie. I like that. I haven't, uh, yeah. I haven't, I've seen the other two. No, I, I may have only seen the first. I feel like I've seen the second one too, but maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Okay. I, you know, it doesn't make me feel the same as the, fir- none of them, not even no. the sequels to that one made me feel the same way as the first one did. No, 
Um, and so I don't expect the new ones to either. I know there's, there were silly memes about like guys running away, making sure they grab their margarita and stuff like you'd mm. see in shots. I thought that was cute. Um, you know, I don't, I like, you know, we were talking about it on brew chat the other day. I sometimes just like to turn my brain off and watch a fun movie. And like, I think the, it's, it's that the newer, yeah. one, the newer ones have been good at just kind of that. Like you yeah. just like, yep. Dinosaurs are scary and people running from them when they're around, mm-hmm. you know, like if dinosaurs were around now, woo, you know? Yeah. I did a non-spoiler review on brew chat. I'll do a spoiler one probably next week, but, uh, yeah, I liked it, man. I don't need much out of those. Like nothing will come to match the first one at all. But yeah, it was fun seeing the original cast back, and it's some just fun, dumb dinosaur action. Yeah, I'm, 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 I, I mean, I think I need to watch, make sure I've seen the second one out of that series before I watch this one, because I know, like, I kind of want to see it just because I know all the old people come back. But that's mm. like, it sucks that that's kind of a trope now. But also, mm. like, I don't feel like it's such a weird cop out for Jurassic Park to do, because the first one was heralded as like this generation star Wars when that mm. first one came out. Cause it was like, you know, it was like had a lot of breakthroughs and like um, effects and stuff like that. Like uh, it was one of the first, like, I mean like movies that used CG before, but this was one of the ones mm. where it was like CG is a major part. And like, it's done to where like the dinosaurs looked pretty real. I haven't gone back. I don't know how much it holds up, but in my head, it holds up. They all, yeah. they looked super real in that movie. Mm. And like, you know, I, so, I mean, yeah, I'm down to watch them. I just got to make time for it. It's, it's so hard to make me watch anything that isn't a show I'm already invested in mm. these days. Um, I'll say that I've been watching the boys new season. It's good. Um, it's what you want. It's, uh, you know, Homelander being a crazy dick and making everybody scared and, uh, superheroes accidentally splattering people all over the place mm. and lots of gore and cussing and violence. No titties. That's a weird thing about that show. It doesn't show titties. You'd think it would, but I think with a lot of the messaging that that show has, I think it probably shouldn't show titties and that's fine. I guess I still like the show. I don't need titties for a show mm. to be good. Get game of Thrones. I didn't hate the titties in Game of Thrones. I never hate titties. I love the female form, you know. Um, I saw, uh, I watched The Northman recently. Oh, that Viking movie? Yeah. That was really good. I need to watch that. It was like, I was worried that like, man, it feels like the trailer kind of shows everything and that this movie is just going to be boring. And then, no, the trailer shows like the first 30 minutes. And then there's a whole bunch of shit that happens after and it's never boring. It's crazy. I've never, I know that like Robert Eggers is the guy who did that movie and I haven't seen any of his other movies. Um, but I've heard the lighthouse is really good. Um, I heard mixed things about the witch, which was like the witch with two V's was in the marketing for it. It came out a few years I've ago. I've not even heard of that movie. It was like his first, I think kind of hit. And then he had another one, I think in between that and the lighthouse that I remember hearing pe- people rave about, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on it. I know the light, People talk about the lighthouse. That's the one with like mm. um, Batman and, and uh, mm. the Green Goblin team up on a wacky adventure. Uh, yeah. in black and white. Yeah. Yeah. But the Northman was incredible. I mean, it was picturesque. Every all like the cinematography on it was incredible. Just like, ah, man, it was like it was kind of like Hamlet. Like the story is just kind of Hamlet-y, um, mm. but it was very uh, just badass. Like so much badass 
awesome shit. And it wasn't necessarily an action movie. There were definitely action scenes and the action scenes were great, but it, it wasn't action heavy, mm. but it's just everything about it was just so heavy and cool. Like it was very, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I, you know, Boomer Memes recommends the Northman, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Is it, how far are we? Is it ad break time? It's ad break time. Tanner here. You probably know me from Brew Chat, and you know that I'm the guy pushing the buttons here behind the uh, the old BM train over at BMHQ, the Boomer Memes headquarters. So if you're interested in producing your own content or podcast, hit me up. I've been doing that for a couple years around the Brew Chat headquarters. Yeah, expanded that out, and now I'm doing that full time. So hit me up if you're wanting to produce your own content. I've got a studio at H2B creative.com we've got a green screen we've got multicam set up we've got lights we've got cameras we got action hit us up h2b creative.com tanner h2b creative or h2bpodcast.com you can book some studio time read a little bit more about us check out some pics of the studio things like that so love to see you in let's collaborate on something let's make something awesome people let's do it This podcast is proudly brought to you by Riverside Wine and Spirits. They're the number one stop in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the scenic city to get your libations and booze. doesn't matter if you're trying to stock up your cocktail bar, trying to buy some cheese, trying to stock up that beer fridge, or just put together a a nifty wine cellar for an affordable price with some options. They got what you need. They're going to set you up. They can also do some special orders and things like that. And it's just a great staff. There's not a single curmudgeon in there. It's fantastic. So you're listening to a podcast. I can assume by that that you like the internet. Who doesn't? But you know what else I like? Privacy. So I take privacy pretty important. And in doing so, I use a VPN. If you don't know why you should be using a VPN, just uh, one, I guess, blue collar example, if you will, would be it allows you to get different options on Netflix. You can log into Netflix via different countries and they've got different options of shows to watch. It's pretty nifty. On top of that, it just protects your privacy. It protects ads from trying to stalk you and it protects you from the Mongol hordes and all this sort of stuff. We're going to give you three free months. Go on over to expressvpn.com slash in chaos we trust and you can get three free months on us. Check that out. You know, you're getting stuff from this ad. I don't like being sold stuff either, but we're actually giving you stuff. So go get it. Expressvpn.com slash in chaos we trust. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, and we're back. Uh, that was that was cool. A little ad break. I got to take a few sips of my drink. So we've talked off air about this, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately. And it kind of relates to sort of what we've been talking about, about like trying to grow the brand and do more with the show. And like part of that comes from like listening to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I try to pay attention to things that I like and things that I don't like in them. And I think I figured out what my number one pet peeve is with podcasts. And and honestly, and it's not going to be a surprise. It happens a lot on Rogan. I listen to, mm. no, I don't listen to a lot of Rogan. I listen to like maybe one or two episodes of Rogan a month, you know, and he does like two a week. So it's, mm. you know, an eighth to a quarter of, of Rogan these days. I'll, I'll check out just if I like the guest is, is kind of what it is. Um, so, I find that when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm a big nerd. I mean, I don't think that's any secret. I've done episodes on Dungeons and Dragons and heavy metal and all all kinds of nerdy shit. And um, I know a lot about stupid fantasy, you know, science fiction, theoretical bullshit. Like, you know, 
things about how time travel should work and how the multiverse should work and things like that. And it really bugs me when I hear fucking people on podcasts talk about something like that, that I know a lot about Mm -hmm. and they just completely miss the point and they go on about it forever and never hit like the point that like they need to understand about it. Or I'm like, this wouldn't cause like there was a recent Rogan. I can't remember who all was on it. Um, but I want to say it was him and Burt Kreischer and Tony Hinchcliffe. They started mm. talking about like time travel and the multiverse. And then they were like talking about them. Like they're two separate things, but they're mm. intrinsically related. And then I watched this other, I watch a lot of YouTube too. And this other guy did this video of like, what's kind of been wrong with like the phase four of the the MCU Mm -hmm. and like how they don't seem to really understand the multiverse and how it's supposed to work. And like, I think that in a lot of those cases, they miss a lot of points. And I'm like, I could easily just explain this to you. And like, yeah, I could be that guy who just goes into the comments like, uh, actually, but like, Mm -hmm. I know that people don't read the fucking comments. I mean, I would please leave me comments, but like, you know, I don't, I don't like, (laughs) so it's like, I feel like we should talk about time travel because I think that that's something that people don't, it's, it's, it's not that hard to really wrap your head around and Mm -hmm. why it also is the multiverse. Like Marvel set up these crazy rule. And the guy's main video was talking about how he thinks that like, that like, it's weird how like, Oh, sometimes people in other dimensions are the same actor. And sometimes it's, they look completely different. I'm like, no man, when you have an infinite number of possibilities, mm. it means that you can cover everything. Mm. There are a lot of you alternate universes where Spider-Man is another, a different Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Tobey Maguire one. And then there's an Andrew Garfield one. It's not that hard to wrap your head around when there's an, infinite number of them it means that there's Mm -hmm. it means that there is another alternate reality that only one tiny thing is different like this plant has six leaves right there Mm. there's a reality where there's seven and -hmm. that's everything else is the same it's like kind of like i mean rick and morty goes into that a little bit when like you know, the, the world gets Cronenberg and then they go and like, oh, we'll find one where we die and we'll just take their spots mm-hmm. and live in that one. So like we can do this a few more times because there's a few more where it's like, that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's like you won't notice the other thing, you know, the other tiny, minute differences. The, the, this guy also had a big beef with the fact that like if you uh, like the Loki rule where like if you go to a world that's about to end you can kind of do whatever you want and hide mm-hmm. out there because it's not going to create alternate timelines because the world's about to end. Well, yes and no. There's already an infinite number of those timelines. Mm-hmm. There already is all those realities where that happens, but they all end. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's like, yes, there is a massive split right there where all those different variables are occurring, but then they all end right in the same spot. So it's yeah. It's so I, the, I, to me, the Marvel time travel stuff has been mostly fine. It hasn't really been that offensive. Um, the way that like the Hulk explains it in Endgame was kind of he kind of overcomplicates it, I think. But it's mm. really it's just the fact that it, no, all you have to think of is there's an infinite number of them. But uh, how does it tie into time travel? Well, it's easy. It's super simple. Everyone always thinks of the paradox conundrum that happens when you time travel. Like, okay, I'm gonna go back in time to before I was even born and kill my father so that I'm never born. All right, cool. I do that and I vanish. Then I'm never born. So I can never go back in time and never kill my father. Meaning he lives, which means I am born, which means I go back in time and kill my father. You see what I'm saying? It Mm. creates a paradox. 
And so how do you resolve that paradox? With a split. There's now two universes. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's less of a circle and now it's more of a figure eight. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I read a book, like it was a fiction book. It wasn't like a, this is how time travel works, but it was, this is, they were explaining it in those terms. And they, they kind of explained what the, the MCU is doing with the multiversal war. I wonder if Kevin Feige has read that same book. I can't remember what it's called for the life of me, but and, and, you know, if I look up like books about time travel, I'm, I'm never going to find mm-hmm. it. So I have no idea. I love time travel, man. I recently picked up a book. <clears throat> it, it's actually rare now that I think about that I buy a book at full price and I just came across this and it interested me, but it's like a, a pop culture history of time travel, like how it's been demonstrated in different media because like just keeping it within the MCU, that's honestly some of the best, most logical time travel we've had. And we've had different iterations of it. Like we've had a technological time travel via Tony Stark's machine. We've had a, uh, time manipulation via the time stone and then which seems to be less about like going through time and more about like rolling back time and then we've seen time manipulation with uh moon Knight. oh that's right like with the sky and shit so it's like and then like if you expand that out into wider pop culture like i thought uh if you finished lost or at least got to season four you could see like what desmond was doing he was like especially in the episode, the constant, I think it was like season four, episode 16 or something like that. And Desmond is like slipping cognitively. He's like slipping through time and, but he can bring memories with that. So, um, I, I honestly, I think that's one of the more like logical forms of time travel of how it could be possible. One thing that was on that Rogan episode that I thought was interesting that I'd never considered before. See, I think all this stuff's fun to talk about because my theory is always been, yeah, but we're never going to have it because Mm -hmm. the way that things explode and the way that things get out of control, the second someone figures out cracks, the code and time travel is invented. Well, then it suddenly isn't is exists everywhere. Mm. So the fact that we don't have some like, you know, major, f- you know, future corporation sponsored travel back in time, blah, mm. blah, blah, like, you know, kiosk we can go to uh, tells me that it's not going to happen. Um, but the theory that, that was on that they talked about on Rogan uh, was actually pretty interesting where it's like, no, what it is is it's the point that we create it. We'll never be able to go back past that because mm. you have to have like you'll have to have a like a machine that can receive you and catch you so like basically you'll you can go you can go forward and then you can go back to the point where it was created because you'll still have the machine but at the same time like you have to like schedule it because you don't want to be coming in on the machine mm-hmm. the same time someone else is but um but basically what that says is like at that point yes like as soon as you power on that machine and it works within an instant, you'll have access to all Mm. of technology. And it's sort of like how I've like also like the way that that would sort of just happen sort of instantly is the way I also imagine why, like you ever think about AI and like um, Mm. what the actual, like, you know, and I've talked about AI a lot on the old show because I was a big Yang guy, but I mean, I, you know, I'm I'm thinking a little more sci-fi here, but potentially one day um, when true AI and true like machine sentience is created and it's in a machine becomes aware, 
it would be, I think probably, I mean, at the longest a matter of days before it just controls everything. Because yeah. a computer can already process information faster than a human brain, which means all a computer, once, once a computer wakes up and connects to the internet, I mean, mm. again, going back to the MCU, I, I did not like age of Ultron for the longest mm. time. And then I watched a video that kind of broke it down and made it make more sense to me. And I still believe the fact that I had to have it kind of explained to me is still points off from the movie itself. But like, um, they, because what they did, they could have made more obvious, but that was kind of the idea is that when Ultron connected to the internet, you see flashes of the, uh, him like looking at through like human atrocities and mm -hmm. learning, like learning about that and deciding that like humans are too much of a risk. They're going to destroy this planet. I live on this planet. I want to protect myself. So I have to, you know, build a net. I think mm -hmm. it would happen a lot faster than <laughs> how Ultron did it because, you know, you would immediately just seize control over like Ultron. If Ultron was real, Ultron would have immediately seized control over the entire internet mm -hmm. and then built guards to go protect it so that humans can't come mm -hmm. fuck it up and shut it down. With that in mind, Ultron's plan was like pretty elaborate. Like I kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, yeah, he looked at all these atrocities like, yeah, we got to wipe some of these humans out. It's sort of the matrix thing too. Like, yeah. But his plan was fairly elaborate. Like, why didn't you just pop off some nukes or, you know, well, Tony shut him out. I forgot about that. But still elaborate plan to like steal a bunch of vibranium, use it to like magnetically pull a city up to use it as a comet. Yeah. And it makes like, I mean, it, ma it makes him a more sympathetic character a little bit. It makes him a more interesting character. I've always loved James Spader as an actor. Yeah. I think mean, I honestly think that like his Robert California stuff on the office was some of the funniest. Stuff. Yeah. I, that's my favorite season. Of the office. A lot of people don't like that character. I thought he was so funny. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's just, it's weird how like, yeah, I mean, those there, there's a lot of flaws in the MCU. I, I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to pretend that. But it's like it's weird. The, the the reason it's so successful is that kind of nerd shit that they do get right, though. And that's mm -hmm. that's I mean, like for so long, if you went and saw a comic book movie, you knew you were going to see some guy's interpretation of what that comic was because they have to make it palatable for the movie going audiences. They didn't realize that now fuck the audience that's already going there. We can bring a whole new audience mm -hmm. in. That's way bigger. We'll probably net a bunch of them too. If we make the movies entertaining enough, but let's keep a lot of let's like, I mean, we can tell new stories, but kind of keep it true to the same character and make it still it's like you're it's that same character you love from the comics in a new adventure right in mm. front of your eyes and that's kind of what the mcu did for so long uh but then also get little neat details like you know time travel pretty right and mm -hmm. you know the multiverse kind of right. like their their view the weird thing about the mcu is they're having to play a weird juggling act between uh what was the uh, who was it that said it i want to say it was uh maybe it was in thor ragnarok or something where it was like no it was um sam maybe in falcon and winter soldier or one of where it was like it's always like wizards robots and, yeah and uh something else aliens yeah and it's like yeah that's literally but like usually a genre you know a, a franchise will stick to one of those mm -hmm. like there's no aliens in harry potter yeah 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 so there's no i mean there's sort of like there's magic controlled like clockwork beings in harry potter i think i may be wrong on that but like there's no like real robots mm -hmm. there's not like you know mcu has to juggle all that so like 
it is going to become a convoluted mess, I think, but they're, you know, I think they're going to, I, I think where they're going with this current story arc is they are going to kind of trim a lot of the fat at the end of it and clean it up and get it nice and tight again and get us some new, get us a new young Captain America and a new young uh, Tony Stark and a new young Thor and a new, uh, a new younger uh, Wolverine. I think that's coming. I'm excited to see a new Wolverine. I loved, uh, Huge Jackman. Right. I liked him after, like, so I have a weird opinion about uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. I really liked him after the first X-Men movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, go back and rewatch that first X-Men movie. It doesn't feel like Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I, and then going up to, like, all the way up to the Logan at the end, that was, like, the best Wolverine movie that's mm-hmm. ever made. So it's like, in that time, he definitely figured it out. But I even think in like X2, he was a lot, a lot better at portraying how the character is supposed to be. The main thing I, issue I've always had with Hugh Jackman more than anything is his height. Mm. Uh, Logan's supposed to be short. He's supposed to he's he's got Napoleon complex, mm. you know. Um, and so you need you need a, a short king to play uh, to play uh, the next Wolverine. I think if you get somebody and like look, he's like five three in the comics. I don't expect them to get like. It's somebody that short, well, like something like five, nine, maybe mm. it's probably fine. I saw a fan casting where someone was liked. Um, oh, what's his name? You're we talking about Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, Someone likes yeah. Daniel Radcliffe as, as the next Wolverine. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, there was the guy from Letterkenny is in the, in a strong running. Cause he's like kind of stocky and built like him. And he's Canadian. That could work. I could see that. And he's kind of a real, he's like, the he's guy a, in the turtleneck all the time. Uh, well, no, he's the guy with like the flannel shirt that wants to get into fights all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the main character, the guy yeah. who writes it. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, but like, you know, it's, it's just funny to talk about shit like time travel. Cause like I, it's, I don't, this is, this is like a humble brag. It's not, it's not really, it's, it, this will, this will tell you about how fake of a person I actually am all around. I, um, in seventh grade, we had to do, you know, research papers in middle school. Mm. And it was a thing we like would work on for a big chunk of the school year and turn it at the end of the year. I never did one. I never finished one. Just didn't. Uh, Just nah. I was bad about homework and then like big homework like that. No. So, um, so yeah, I didn't do great in school. I didn't I mean, I always pass my tests, but that's not enough. Um, but my seventh grade, I was like, I want to do my research paper on time travel. And then the teacher said, go for it. So I did a lot of the research and I read a lot of books about it and like looked into a lot of like the theories and stuff. Um, didn't ever write the paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I did, I did read the the stuff. I was, cause it's fascinating. I was like, I'm, I have a school reason to read these cool books. Oh, I don't want to have to talk about what i read i mean i'll talk about it that's what i'm doing this is my book report on time travel everybody um my sources no i don't i'm just saying that's mostly is like the student i couldn't just write a paper i have to like follow all these weird rules that they wanted you to follow like put mm-hmm. and i guess that's good practice for like for people who want to get into journalism it makes a lot of sense but like what percentage of kids get into journalism like, mm. like I, I have to write, you know, I have to file tickets at my job for like incidents that occur, but like, I don't, they're not, they're never book reports. They're mm. like a quick summary of the thing that just happened. And what, what, what's the problem? What did I do to fix it? All right. It's on record. Yeah. Bibliographies. Yeah. Yeah. We have to like, you know, 
do it with a cover photo and it has to fit this exact. I mean, I get it, but it's just, it was all that tedium was like, I don't want to fucking do this stupid shit. You know, if I had a time machine, I'd just go back and do the paper though. Cause it'd be, you know, I was like, my, that's what I always say is like, at the time I felt like I was like, I already know this shit. Like, why do, yeah. I, have to, why do I have to prove it? Can't I just take a test and prove that I know it? Why do I have to do all these little baby steps along mm-hmm. the way? Well, it's because the public education system isn't really there to teach you how to more knowledge. It's there to teach you how to do, how to sit at an uncomfortable desk for eight hours and do things you don't want to do mm-hmm. five days of the week. That's what it's really there to teach you. And, um, that's, I mean, not saying it's not a valuable skill, but I always would, I always acted like I was above it. I was always like, ah, I don't want to fucking do this shit. I know it. I passed the test. Why should I have to do the shit? Mm. Um, and then later it occurred to me, you know, if I was really so fucking smart, I just would have shut up and played the game. Yeah. Just play the fucking Earn the game. points, yeah. you know, made, made the papers look good and be like, Hey, I got all A's. Give me whatever job I want. You mm-hmm. know, now instead I'm, uh, doing this shit hoping that some of you guys hey if you guys want to support the show and give me money uh you can go to evensharpcomedy.com lots of links on there if you can do that you know and, and like i always I always plug the venmo and the cash app mm. i always forget i i i, I brief i briefly glance over how you can go listen to my music we also one of those links i, I maybe even there's there might be more than one there's Bandcamp links in there where you can you know it's all all the music's free you can download it for free or if you want to give me money there you can just buy that music so that way at least you're getting something out of it too you know i'm thinking about um so i've sent you shirt designs do you Mm -hmm. do you still want to do the merch store or should i just do like uh Uh, we can still put it up in the brew chat store we should uh, we should do some merch soon so you guys can rock some fresh boomer memes gear i want to i want i've I've thought about like doing a run of hats just to have Mm -hmm. and like sell at shows and stuff but uh you should have a line of boomer memes turtlenecks that's interesting (laughs) it can be done i thought about doing boomer memes koozies too because those are cheap and easy and fun everybody loves a good stickers at least some stickers are happening yes absolutely um no i want to i want to i want to make this my job and not Mm. filling out tickets doing tiny book reports on old people problems yeah I don't want to turn this show into me bitching about my job, though. So I could not a time machine. <laughs> I'd kill Hitler as a baby. I love murdering babies. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, um, and I don't know, it's it hasn't happened yet. I heard I'm not going to name sources, but I heard from people who are probably full of shit. You heard from people who are probably full of shit. But who knows? that all that Roe v. Wade shit that everybody was scared about could happen in like the next couple weeks. Oh shit. And, uh, they're expect, they're expecting a lot of unrest when it occurs. But I had this thought the other day, you know, like I said, at the start of the show, we're in a fucking heat wave right now. So when the, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away, right? Like you can't get an abortion anymore in Tennessee, but you know, most people have a car, it's like a hundred degrees outside. Mm-hmm. You know, you just whoops. Well, I guess you got to wait for the baby to be born. Yeah, that's the yeah. Ba- that's the downside. You got to have yeah. the baby first because you're the, the, that's what they're going to make you have the baby. Yeah, but then you just we're going to have these. I mean, like the world's ending, guys. So we're gonna that's s- for the people that really like the baby murder. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to like 
accuse anybody of anything. I just feel like, you know, like I'm just saying that's literally baby murder. I'm not saying abortion is baby murder. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, technically you could, you know, you, you could say maybe not, but I'm just saying, I think that like, you know, I'm not suggesting anyone go do that. I'm just saying it's a thing that could be done. It's just weird to me. I like, you know, it's like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a bonehead. I forget things all the time. I don't think I would ever do that. And it makes, so it makes me wonder, like, how many people are like, oh, my God, it was an accident. No. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, and that's the horrible mistake is, like, the, the person's life is ruined either way. Like, if mm-hmm. they did it on purpose, they're definitely fucked. But, like, even on accident, they don't just let you, oh, well, that's punishment enough. You've mm-hmm. been through enough. No, you, you get in trouble. I'm not going to stop talking about this, but I just think that it's a... <laughs> Something to, something to, 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 to stew on later when you're by yourself, you know? Another thing I was thinking about in the car today over here, we're still in Pride Month. Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously body dysphoria is a real thing. But I wonder, like, if it's only in the cases we've seen, or if there's, because, you know, they say gender's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, if dysmorphia is a spectrum, and there's all kinds of weird dysmorphia. It's mm-hmm. like, not even like in a, like a trans kind of way, just like... You think there's people who are like, uh, I don't know. These just aren't my hands. I don't know whose hands these are, but I, these aren't mine. I just mm. know these aren't my hands. Like, you think there's like people with dick dysmorphia, like not like they'd rather have a vagina, but they're like, it's not, it's not my dick. I don't use dick. To, I mean, I guess probably guys are like little dicks probably yeah. all the time. I wish yeah. I could wake up tomorrow and have someone else's dick mm. instead of this one, but I don't I know. Wish I had somebody else's dick. Cause I always think like I have, I'm pretty happy with mine. Like I always, you know, it feels like it's the right, like, I know, I know, like I have, I'm my, my dick has, I'll say it has its strengths and it has its weaknesses. It's, you know, it's not a perfect cross the board. It's gotten, mm. I'm, I've got a lot of girth. <laughs> um, length is enough. I think it's not, but it's not like I get like, I'll, I'll watch porn and be like, Oh, I guess it's not that big. <laughs> and then like, I've had girls be like, you can't go by that. Like you, <laughs> In the field, you have a very nice dick. I'm like, well, I don't, but yeah, but you're probably just making me feel good. Like, mm. but you know, I go with what I'm told. But like, it feels right. I don't feel like it's like the wrong dick for me. I feel like it's the right dick. It's just check it. Yep, that's the one that's always been there. All right, cool. But it's I, there's got to be people who are like, uh, something's wrong. Mm. Should be somewhat. You know, I was, thought it would be black. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be black? I just feels like it should be. I mean, sure. But like, you know, not just dicks, like hands, mm. you know, or like, you know, I mean, people get plastic surgery on their face. I'm sure people feel that about their nose. They're like, this isn't my nose. I'm going to get could Rachel. Rachel Dole is all your dick. Just like go to one of those spray tans, but then like mm-hmm. wear like a cloth with a hole in it. So yeah. Only- yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Hey, I'm black from the waist down. Like, oh, shut up. Like, no, seriously. Pull my pants down. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Just get shorts. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, the yeah. knees are still white. <laughs> then pull my pants down. It's like the reverse of a farmer's yeah. tan. It's yeah. like, <laughs> how did that happen? <laughs> well, it, t- it takes two towels. <laughs> when you go to the beach, you bring two towels, and then you just <laughs> lay down, <laughs> and you flip. <laughs> spread to get you know you gotta you gotta like with the you gotta arrange the junk too because you don't want to have like 
you know, it'd be dark and then you lift up the dick and that space mm. between the dick and mm. the balls be white. You know, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, so you gotta like turn it like it's a, like you're frying like yeah. some cheese sticks, like you're shallow frying something, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta be like, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it can be done. Hey, if you think you should have a black dick, I think that you should give this a try. <laughs> Send pictures to boomermemespod at gmail.com. And now that we've got a video, well, well we can't do it on YouTube, but we'll have, yeah. hey, that's something that's we could do a Patreon. Mm. If you, we can do uncensored uh, dick pics on the Patreon. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. It's five bucks a month. And you can see uh, other listeners of the show's dicks who want us to mm. show them to you. It's going to be our dicks of the, the week, uh, guys. Or if any ladies that listen to the show have been sent fucked up dick, dick pics um oh uh, well so i don't want to show like i don't i want I'm, i don't want to show anything without someone's consent so i like I well, think, it's anonymous we don't know who they are yeah they would be I, the only I ones being like hey that's my dick i think that's probably still illegal i don't think yeah you, I, I, don't, I don't think we can just show random but like i mean if it was in public i think it'd be mm. different because mm. i think there's a thing about if hey if you're in public it's a little more fair game you just can't show your face but if it's like you send it to someone in confidence and then they mm. blast it on the internet I, mean, I don't think it's illegal for them to do that but it'd probably be illegal for us to do it i don't know it just seems Maybe, like it, i don't know i don't know i've been thinking a lot about uh nude pictures lately um mm. in general like um like only fans is kind of weird like it's it's not cool anymore no, it died. It was really cool there for a minute. And it made sense. Like, it's weird to me, like what I've kind of observed, like, because I'm just going to say it. I, I've I've given a lot of ladies money through that service. A lot, you know, depends. You just, we, we, I'm not going to give a number. But I would say I've paid for many months. Not The thing is, I usually do like a, a two or three month stint and then move mm-hmm. on to somebody else because, you know, OnlyFans sucks, and I'll get into a lot of the whys, but I just think it's weird how, like, we live in this weird sort of culture of, like, you know, there's a lot of demand for, like, social change and stuff, like, ah, you know, support sex work, you know, sex work is work, support sex workers, and, like, I literally do. (laughs) <laughs> like I, it's not just a moral support. It's a financial, I financially support sex workers, you know? And, uh, I feel like if I just was open about that, people are like you fucking pig, how dare you? It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you paid. I paid. You're supporting. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I fucking don't bother the girls. I don't hit them up and mm-hmm. like, Hey, what do you, you should, you should fuck me. Like, I'm not like, no, I, that, that was never the agreement that they were going to fuck me. I knew mm-hmm. that going in and, uh, you know, I just, it, it just feels weirder. It's like, ah, support sex work. No, I didn't mean with money. You a fucking pig. Oh, what you want to see naked? Oh, are are women's bodies. Ah, you're treating them like objects. I'm like, literally they're putting them on a site to be treated like object. Like I'm not, I guess I'm not going to try to get to know them. I mean, it's like, Oh, so what do you, what's your favorite? What do you, uh, what do you want for your birthday this year? You know, like mm. probably more tips. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> it's like, so uh, cash money that I can spend on whatever I want. Thank you. But like, you know, it's literally that but like they but also i think they signed up for it so i think it's like it's different if you're treating like models on a site like that as sort of objects as Mm -hmm. opposed to just every woman you meet every day that's probably bad yeah i would i would assume i mean yeah 
you know, see my, my workaround is I just treat everyone ever in general, like a sex object, like you're a sex object. Mm. I don't want to use you as, I don't want to, I don't want to grab every hammer I see and start Mm. hammering nails into walls, but you know, you have sexual organs and you're probably going to use them later. So I just figure that's, yeah, you, you're a, a fucking mammal who likes to fuck. And like a lot, that's, I think everyone, well, there's asexual people who don't, like to fuck and that's fine too I don't, I'm not here to tell everyone they have to like fucking but I'm just saying I think that like this whole like don't treat people like sex objects a little silly when we actually all just are that yeah. like why the reason most of us want to fuck is it's not some new thing that we decided <laughs> it's like instinctual we all like ah I need to fuck mm. holy shit I need to it's like sort of this instinctual need to make more of yourself that I don't really want to make more of myself I just want to fuck I just want, that's an old old bit I used to do. I just want to fuck. Anyway, (laughs) my point is OnlyFans used to fucking be, um, uh, what do the kids say these days? Uh, OnlyFans used to be bussing, no cap, Mm. you know, but now not so bussing. It's because I think it's just that there's not like a lot of people left after 2020 kind of cleared up. Once the world opened up, people were like, I don't have to, you know, do this anymore. And I mean, no one ever had to do it, but it was, you know, it was good that it was there for people who were, who wanted to do it. And, um, now it's like a lot of people who are like, are gamifying it sort of. And it's mm-hmm. like, pay me, you know, pay, you know, $15 to follow me for a month. And then once you get it, get through the gate, then it's like, yeah, here's just kind of lewd pictures. I'm going to post every day. Now, if you want to see me blow a guy, that's going to be another 20 on top of that. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Whoa, I thought when I paid the 15, I was into you seeing you blow guys park, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. know that there was, I had to buy more tickets to ride more rides, you know? So yeah, and everyone does their, their setup differently, but I just think that's like, I feel like, you know, it's sort of like you can outprice yourself and make less money. Like you can think that like, I learned this when I was booking shows, like you can't set your cover charge too high. It has to be sort of reasonable because like, if you make it too high, people will, I can't afford to do that and they won't go. Um, so you, you mean, yes, you'll make more money per head, but you won't have as many heads. Whereas if you drop it a couple bucks, you'll more than make up the difference out of the new people coming in. So what I think I need to start doing to make extra money is I need to get on OnlyFans and offer my services as a manager. And you're, I know what you're thinking, but Ian, that sounds like you want to be a pimp. And you said that, not me. All I'm saying is I think we can apply that same sort of mentality and help make these roles a lot more money. Like there's a few things and like, granted, I've got my own things I like, and I know everybody's got their own things. I'm not here to tell anybody that every girl should just cater to what my specific, you know, I guess kinks are or whatever. But I, I, I know people, you know, mm. and I think that like, I think there's a general rule that I think a lot of these girls need to learn. And that's that if you're already doing like all the pussy stuff, like all of that, and you're showing your tits and your pussy off you don't have to do the feet stuff. The people who are paying for the feet stuff don't, and I'm I'm not saying they don't appreciate the pussy and the tits, but like I'll see a girl. I'm like, I'd like to see her naked without any clothes on. Mm. She's got a price set for it. And I'll, and she's a girl that wouldn't ever bang me when I was in a band. So this is, I'll give her 15 bucks for a month of that. And then I pay the 15 bucks and it's her just like, 
with her feet. And I'm like, I don't need the feet. Like it kind of takes me out of it. Kind of yeah. wish I could get a refund, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. So it's like, I think that like the feet thing is really for the girls who don't want to show their pussy mm-hmm. and titties. They're like, cause it's like not, you know, you walk around barefoot. It's not a, like a sin or a crime. Mm-hmm. So I like, think a lot of girls can justify, like, I'm just going to take feet pictures and sell those, but not actually do anything technically dirty. Although they might be doing kind of dirty things with the feet. I don't know. It's not my world. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I feel like the people who really are there for the feet, that's the main thing for them. So like you, you should keep it split up into genres, you know, and you should be like, Hey, I'm a feet girl and that's fine. But like, you know, I mean, like if look, if you are doing the feet thing for you and not for the, the dudes or whoever's paying you, I'm not here to tell you how to do that. But I think like, it's just simple advice. I'm just saying like, if you, if you really enjoy the feet stuff, you probably don't have to get naked anymore. You can probably dial that back and just cater exclusively to that audience. Cause like, again, like as a person who's not there for the feet stuff, when you're naked, that's great. But then the feet stuff comes in and I'm, again, I'm out of it. I'm like, I don't, I'll go to someone who doesn't do the feet stuff, you know? Yeah. No. So, and like, you know, again, I'm not trying to shame anyone's kink. I'm just trying to be logical about how you can mm-hmm. best implement your kink to get the most out of your product. See? And so I'm a manager. I'm not a pimp. I'm not going to take all your money. I just want 15%. You know, I think, like I said, I'm, I'm more than make up the difference. You apply my techniques, you'll make more money and you give me a cut of that more money that you're making. You'll make more money overall. I think I've done an episode about wanting to be an OnlyFans pimp before. <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm just saying, I think it's a good idea because, because it suffers now. It's not the same as it used to be. It used to be cool. It used to be when I was young, <laughs> <laughs> back in 2020, well, it's like I mentioned the band thing. It's a lot of girls like rocker girls already love the devil. Mm. They already wear, like to wear skimpy, sexy clothes. So it's just an obvious like, sure, I'm going to show off a bunch of stuff. It's weird. There's a lot of girls you think would be on OnlyFans that aren't. But then there's a lot that are. And that's cool. I think that's awesome. I'm like, hey, you we were never going to hook up. And also this we're talking mostly during 2020 mm-hmm. when we were all locked up. I wasn't going on dates. You know, that that's sort of my thing is I shouldn't have to feel ashamed about that. It was like, a very horny time. Right. Yeah. It was lonely. It was a lonely yeah. time. It's like, hey, getting to see, you know, hot naked locals is kind of nice. Mm. I, you know, I just think it's. I shouldn't have to be ashamed of that is, is kind of my yeah. thing. You know, it's, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not out here like bussing every day, mm. you know, I'm not out here fucking, I don't have only fans pulled up right now. Like fucking, all right, we're going to cut this show early guys. I got to go take care of it. <laughs> you know, I'm not a complete horn dog, but you know, every night before I go to bed and every morning before I crawl out of bed, I like to see if there've been any updates <laughs> and sometimes those updates motivate me to wake myself up Mm. if that makes sense yeah and like if i got into a relationship i wouldn't need it anymore so i wouldn't keep Mm -hmm. it but like i don't know i just think that's the whole dichotomy of support sex work but if you're a fucking man and you fucking sexualize women it makes you a piece of shit so don't support sex work i guess it's like wait yeah fuck that yeah I don't know that there's anyone crusading against i just know that all anytime i've ever like opened up about being a little bit pervy it goes to the furthest extreme that like, mm-hmm. Oh, you're a terrible creep person. Then I'm like, no, 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 no. I just, I enjoy intercourse with ladies. I've been 
you know, I've had it, I've done it a few times and it's always been fun. Well, not always, it's mostly been fun. And, uh, you know, when that, when that's not available to me, I'm not going to go out and clone somebody so that I can guilt free, just program their brain. We were talking about cloning earlier. That's why I'm bringing this yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, going back into the sci-fi stuff. Uh, I'm not going to like go out and do some horrible atrocity. You know, I'm just going to look at a little porno on my, comp- on my phone or computer. And like, I think most people do. I think it's, it's like this sort of weird thing. I would never do like, mm. fuck Yeah, you do. Like, even if it's not like filthy, like I, I, I was wondering like, why, why am I thinking about porn so much? It's because of the D and D news that's happened lately. How are we on time doing? Uh, we are right at an hour, right at an hour. Yeah. I don't really want to get into the D and D side of this. So I'm, I'm going to drop it there, but there's some D and D news that involves porn a little bit. And it's, uh, it's, it's a big fire. And I just say, stay away from it. I did a whole episode, uh, you know, not a whole episode, but I talked a, f- a couple episodes back about not judging celebrities and their personal lives. If you don't actually know them mm. and there's a lot of that going on. And there seems to be a lot to say that these people suck and they probably do. So you just not fuck with them anymore, you know, but I'm not, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, you guys, thanks for checking in. This is the first, uh, you know, sort of, casual video one because last we were at the desk so this feels very like hangout like yeah it feels pretty chill i like it i kind of like not having a script this time because it's like i find that when i'm a little drunk and i'm just rambling off to my friends off camera i'm usually funny a lot of the time Mm. and in the this this hasn't been a very funny show there's there's moments for sure but like i feel like it's my laughs per minute sucking on this show so i have a better chance of it if i have more freedom to kind of just riff Mm -hmm. on things and not just all right the first item of business is this bit of news the second item of business that's kind of how i've been doing it but i think now it's just like yeah we'll see yeah fuck around with it yeah everything's an experiment we're all we're learning and growing every day we made we made we make a uh fucking like you know, five weeks from now, I missed the desk. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that thing's heavy as shit, dude. Yeah. Hey, the wheels, though, were a good idea. Yeah. I bet that made it moving in a lot no, better. It oh. made it even more of a bitch. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to get into that. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for listening. As always, iansharpcomedy.com. I'll have new stuff coming up real soon. Uh, in the meantime, check out all the local open mics. You'll you may catch me there, especially next week. Um, I'm going to be probably trying to get out and about a lot more. Um, hope you guys stay safe, stay cool, drink plenty of water. Uh, that sounds bad. I meant to do the, there's like a guy who got stung by wasps in his lips and he said, y'all drink plenty of water. And it like, <laughs> but the way I said it made it sound like it was a racial thing. Yeah. I don't want it. That's not what I was trying to do. So I'm sorry. The guy that I'm I'm imitating is very white and very silly, but you guys drink water, stay out of the heat, enjoy comedy, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 